What's going on, guys? My name is Jalen, and welcome to this first ever podcast. Uh, I'm trying to see if, you know, we can make more podcasts in the future. If we can, like, make this a daily, weekly thing, maybe. Uh, Like I said, this is my first podcast. So, I kind of get the jitters, you know. There's a lot of jitterness and nervousness because I want this to not seem like a bad podcast. I want this to, you know, be like a relaxation type of thing. Things to get your minds off of whatever that's stressing you out right now. Have personal conversations. All those type of things. But, uh, I'd like to let you know a little bit about myself, you know, since we're starting this. It's, I don't think I'm going to make this podcast a little too long. I'm going to make it short just for the first time. Just to get the basis out of my out the way, just so you can know a little bit more about me, you know, to see if you know I, I can get you guys to come in, feel relaxed, feel like you're not hitting with a uh, pressure or anything like that. So I, um, like I said, my name is Jalen. Uh, I currently live in Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, it's a nice little town. It's a nice little military town, you know, around all these uh, military folks that help protect and serve our country and do good things out here. Uh, I am currently 18 years old, still in high school as a senior, getting ready to graduate in three months. And, you know, as a teenager's, well, somewhat of a teenager's pre-adult, you know, it's very, it was very stressful. I mean, school for everyone can be stressful at times. It's been a lot of stress. And then there's also those times where, you know, you feel good. You're great. You just, you have a fun time hanging out with your friends and stuff like that. You have the good times in class where everything, you know, it just feels like normal. But high school has definitely been stressful, especially this, the past two years. You know, junior year, they always talk about how they become more, more into testing you, you know, giving you the ACT, ASVAB, uh, well, ASVAB if you're going to the military or something like that, if you're taking JROTC, or if, you know, you do SAT. And then you have the senior year, which is where all the financial things start to hit you. You got prom, you got you got prom, you got the senior trips that they take in like a weekend on after prom. You have the cap and gowns that you have to pay for if you want to buy any of the senior apparel, like class rings, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's a lot of a lot of stuff, you know. But yeah, high school is pretty pretty stressful, especially these two years. Uh, I currently work at a job, at TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx is a great store. I've uh, had you know, several people that I've met, several coworkers, you know, good coworkers that I like when I come into work. I like, you know, being around them. They're great people. And it's pretty much not really 
full of drama. Or at least from what I see. I've had things to, you know, deal with, but it was nothing of a point where it's going to affect the work environment because you got to keep things professional. Understand that you have to, you have things going on outside of work or maybe inside of work, but when it comes to you having to do your job, I understand that you got to do your job sometimes. So it's less of an issue for me. Um, what else? What else should I say? Want to just like discuss some hobbies? Sure, we can do that. Uh, things I like to do, uh, honestly, like I used to draw a lot back when I was um, back when I was uh, maybe nine years old. That's when I really got to start doing drawings and stuff. I used to watch I used to watch a whole lot of anime despite the despite the criticism of some people when it comes to animation like that I used to watch a lot of anime and I used to watch especially a lot of Naruto and Dragon Ball Z at that time also there was also a whole lot of other shows that you would I would see on if anyone has heard of Time Warner Cable Basically, it's basically like Time Warner Cable, or like this more broader version of uh, Comcast. But in Time Warner Cable, they had on demand. They had all these anime, this anime, like channel thing, and that's what I would go to. But at the time, I had DVDs. Um, like Dragon Ball Z movies, Dragon Ball Z episodes, all that stuff. Yeah, I was a, I was a very anime nerdy back then. But when I used to see them, I would just like to draw the characters. Like if any anime person here knows who you know, Dragon Ball Z characters like Goku, Piccolo, Gohan, all that ty- all those types of characters. I always like to draw them, and I was pretty good at them. I was pretty good at drawing anime characters like that. Like, I used to watch a lot of American Dad back then too. When I was around that age, that's when I was drawing like Stan and Roger and uh, Francine. It was it was never in like a sketchbook. I would always draw. I would always draw those pictures on like either notebook paper or like clear copy paper I mean not clear white copy paper and I will always give it to my friends in school I was just like look at the drawing I did all my friends would look at me in awe and just think that wow he can really draw and that was obviously that was my intention I was just like I hope they like this drawing because I mean I don't mean to brag or anything it was really close to the it was close to what the drawing was. Obviously, you know, you can't draw a perfect, perfect unless, you know, you've been doing that for all your time. The thing was, I didn't really... Out of the art classes that I took throughout those years of, like, elementary and, uh, like, early middle school, it wasn't like... It wasn't that, I, like, I drew 
much, to be quite honest. It just happened. The thing I would do was, on the remote that, on the TV that I had, it would have a f- freeze button, and I press the freeze button, and poof, I, you know, frozen, frozen screen. So, I would push to the frozen screen, and then I would just look back from my desk. I would turn around from my desk, take a paper, take a pencil, and then the TV was behind me, so I couldn't really, you know, look up and then look back down onto my paper. I had to turn my chair slightly, turn back in the chair, look back at the TV, and then look back at the at the paper and start drawing. Now, when it came down to um, doing it lately, I mainly been doing Disney characters because I don't know. I feel like Disney characters or little kid cartoon characters, they were always fun to play with because it was stuff that I grew up with. You know, back in the day, you know, when Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, and Nickelodeon had all these great shows. He had Rocket Power, you know, of course, SpongeBob before it became more of like actually kid appropriate. You had, um, you had all these type of shows, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Code Name Kid Next Door, you know, if you ever grew up with those type of shows. Those were the type of things I started to draw more of rather than anime stuff. I started losing touch of anime stuff back then. That's the one hobby that I have. Um, the next, the other hobby that I have, I would, would believe, is other than gaming, which I can talk about in a minute. But the other one I like to do is, you know, work out. When I ever have the chance to work out, working out makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm doing something productive with my body. Despite all the trash I eat, when I tell you all, when I tell you every week, when I get my paycheck, half of it would go to my savings. I would definitely put half of it for myself, for whatever I need to get. Like, like if I need a car, that's why I would put that half of that money to. And then I would split up the other half. 50-50. And, depend- and it really depended on the paycheck. But I would split that 50-50. And it would go to a lot of junky food. Because, you know, I'm a teenager. And, you know, a lot of teenagers, when they go to school, you don't really eat the cafeteria of food like that. It's some of it, you know, growing up, you think that all of the cafeteria food the lunch food is disgusting and it depends but at that time you really wouldn't think of it because they have as like the snack things they have the diet sodas they have the they have the less fattening chips the reduced fat ones like the doritos the hot puffs i don't like any of that i wanted the real deal like the real non non 
trans, uh, transforming way. I just wanted the real deal. So every single time, I would either go down to Dollar General or go to Dollar Tree. Get a whole horde of snacks. Just like a whole bunch of snacks. Just like hot puffs. The, like the regular hot puffs. Doritos. Powdered donuts. Frosted donuts. Arizona teas. From the mucho mangoes to the green teas. To the half lemon, half iced tea. You know, it was great. It was like... I was basically paradise. And then every time somebody would see me with those snacks, because uh, I used to be like a heavy flexor. That's like the terminology now. We call it flexor. I used to be the type of person to post a lot of that. Other, other than like food that I would get, you know, at a restaurant or something. I would always put the whole stash of sta- snacks that I have on my Snapchat story. And then people would comment on like, Jalen, you always have the snacks. You always eat good. I mean, it's not eating good, but you know, as the teenage way, you would be like, you're living life right there. That is a mood. Like that's all the type of terminology that they throw at me. And I'm just like, yeah, sometimes I am. It was great though when I thought that but when I go to the side I always you know try to work out always try to work out and do all that type of things because not all that food not all the food that I get I eat to myself I also share because you know sharing is caring there's a point where I just share my food because I'm just generous. Or share my food just because, you know what? You can have the food. Because then I'm not eating as much. I'm feeding the people. I'm feeding the people when they, you know, decide not to eat breakfast that morning. They come to school feeling starving. And then all of a sudden, I just pull out a full bag of frosted donuts. The chocolate f- mini frosted donuts just for them to have or those Scooby snacks because they still have the Scooby snack crackers at Dollar General I get them all the time my buddy who uh, I work with as a library aide in the school he will always be right beside me and ask do you have Scooby snacks because he never eats he never eats anymore but just because I'm so generous you know, I'm just so generous that I'm just like, yo, here, have some. And that's when I, you know, it's easier for me when I'm working out too, because I'm not just eating all of that stuff and then just like burning it down each and every single time. I'm only eating a small portion of what I get and then I work out. And mainly when I work out, if I'm not doing, if I'm not doing the weight training stuff that I do in my school, I will always go jogging or running. You know, get the cardio in. And then whenever I'm in weight training, that's why I do more of the muscle building type of things. You know, the bench pressing, the 
the dumbbell curls, leg presses. I'm really heavy of a person during the leg day type of activities. I don't know why that is. Because I've, today, as I'm recording this, I've like noticed that my calves are just, they feel ripped <laughs> in the good way. I'd always look down at them, not just to be like, not just to be a person that's just loving myself, that's boasting or anything. I just look down and they feel, they feel stronger. They look stronger. They look well built. The muscles in them, when I flex them, it just, it looks like so much stronger. That's really how you can explain it. And it's because I always use do leg day stuff. Not every single day will I do a hard amount. It'll be the one day I hit a hard amount. One day I kind of hit something. Next day I rest and then go back through that cycle again. And what I be doing, I do is I do a lot of squats and deadlifts and power cleans. Well, I take that back. Not the power cleans <laughs> because I can't really lift up like that. But as far as squats and deadlifts, they're easier for me because I can lift a 275 pound uh, deadlift thing from the bar being 45 to the to the actual weights being 45 and 20, 245s and a 25 pound thing on each side plus the 45 pound bar. And then on squats, I would hit usually 240 or 245. You just do it like a good amount of those because I'm heavy. I'm heavy uh, doing heavy loads, small reps, and then like a good amount of sets just so I can build that up. And trust me and believe, like I, I'll be sore. My legs will feel like I can't, it will feel like I can't walk. It will feel like I would need to like cut off my legs, get into a wheelchair and just be wheeled off for the rest of my life. That's how it will feel after that day. Today, it doesn't feel so bad, honestly. I just, it just, I feel like I have way more adrenaline. Because when I woke up today, I, I woke up with a whole bunch of energy. I, I went to sleep at seven o'clock. And woke up at about like t like 2 a.m. Yeah. One of my friends was still awake at the time, and I just decided to call her. You know, it was just a whole bunch of nonsense. Um, but the now we can go back to the gaming thing. The gaming thing has been a part of my life for a long period of time. Probably since I was like four, maybe five years old. When I was around that time, it was Christmas time. And that's when I first got the Nintendo GameCube. And the first game I ever got with the Nintendo GameCube was Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I think this was like the second Super Smash Brothers game. Other than the one that came out on the, I think the 64. The Nintendo 64. But when I got this, I was ecstatic. Like, it was after, I'm pretty sure it was after my mom and my dad got divorced. But they decided that they were going to put that money together just to get me the GameCube. 
because she was just like, well, I guess we'll just give him the GameCube because, you know, he never really had experience with a game and he might like it. And boy, did I love it. I loved it. I mean, my family, especially on the boy side, we always kind of had like this gaming thing, you know. My cousins, uh, Zan and Brendan, you know, they always had like a place, they had like a PlayStation 3 by that time, but. You know, at the earlier age, when I was like two or st- two and stuff like that, they had like the PlayStation Two, and they were playing a whole lot of Dragon Ball Z games and like, all that type of stuff. And it was, it was pretty fun. But back to that, you know, I started playing a lot of games by the time I got that GameCube. I started getting a whole bunch of games from like this store that was. Um, I think it was in Smyrna, Tennessee, uh, from this game store. It was probably closed, like how Kmart closed. Like, it was a whole bunch of fun. You know, was, I was grabbing like Mario games and Sonic games, like back when Sonic was, you know, in the Nintendo consoles like that. Um, then I kind of grew up, and then two, maybe two or three years later. I got the PlayStation 2. I was slowly upgrading. Slowly. Just slowly upgrading. I mean, my mom, you know, she's not really the most financial person. But, you know, I still love her to death. Like, I'm not... I was spoiled. I was spoiled. But with all that spoiledness, I loved her to death. I know that she just, you know, it's more about protecting me, more about keeping me fed, having a roof over my head and caring for me. And I love every single ounce of her. Like, I'm a pure mama's boy. But, you know, I got to the PlayStation 2. You know, because at that time, they were doing a whole lot of, like, like, little trailers for the PlayStation 3. I wanted the PlayStation 3, but... You know, I got the PlayStation 2. Because, you know, why not? And I wouldn't deny. This was the console that I've had more attachment with. Besides the GameCube. Because of the fact that... uh, The fact with the GameCube is that I didn't really play on it that long. Despite me having it for two or three years... I've only, you know, played it so often because, you know, I was looking at more of cartoons at that time, too. But uh, when I got that PlayStation 2, I was playing on that PlayStation 2 like it was like it was like nothing else in the world. Like, I I was playing a whole bunch of sports games like NCAA uh, football. I was playing a lot of Madden games. I started getting into NBA games. And then I still had, like, you know, all the nerdy games, like Sonic. I also, like, had um, some Naruto games because I was a big Naruto, like, hardcore fan at that time. And, uh, you know, it just kind of developed. That was, like, for, wow, damn, uh, like, maybe six years. I got the PlayStation 2 when I was like in 2008, so, or late 2007, either one, so that was a good, that was a good six, seven years, 
that's why I had more fun and fun of a time with the PlayStation 2. Especially with the whole startup thing where you had to wait for it to like fully go through the startup thing. And then you just wait for the that little sound. <laughs> that was me trying to imitate it. It's pretty bad imitation, but it was me trying to imitate it, how it would like start up, let you know that it actually completed and it's gonna work. Rather than go to like the screen of death where it was like error, your disc cannot be read. And it will like throw you off. But yeah. Then we got to what, maybe like the 2012. The Christmas of 2012. This is when I got the Xbox 360. And that, like, when I tell you, it was great for me to have the Xbox 360. Because th at that time, that's when Black Ops 2, that was when Call of Duty Black Ops 2 came out. This was when, you know, G, uh, GTA was, you know, starting to make its come in 2013, you know, in the incoming year. Along with the, like, the new consoles, but we're not going to get to that yet. So all the stuff came out, and when I had the Xbox 360, it, I mean, I was having so much fun. And this is when I, I started talking to more people in the gaming community, because the... When I started talking to the people in the gaming community is when I got Xbox Live, the gold membership. And then I started playing online with people who got headset. And then, you know, I played several of online games and started communicating with a lot of people. It was it was rough though. People in the gaming community sometimes can be the most toxic community. It, but it also can be the good like the great community because you have all these different personalities, all diverse, and you know, some of them who I've met on gaming, I talk to now, and I'm really good friends with them. You know, we talk about like a whole lot of life stuff, relationships, how schooling works, what we probably want to do for our future, all that type of things. But that's when I like started, you know, to kind of communicate more with people other than having a phone and a tablet I think this was the time I got my phone too but later in 2014 yeah in the Christmas of 2014 my mom was she had a lot of heart problems and it was very troubling like it really was super troubling like I could have seen her in the hospital, but damn, like her heart problems were so bad, she went to the hospital, and I felt like extremely bad. But I was also spoiled at the time, and I was also little, so I I wasn't little, but I was, you know, younger. I was not mature. I was still not mature yet to you know be able to understand. So it, you know, it came out of a shock, really. But she had get, went through that. And so, you know, during that time of Christmas, you know, finance, like financing and all that type of stuff, the money, you know, it really wasn't, you know, it really wasn't good because of that fact. But, you know, at that time I wanted the Xbox One because, you know, 
I was spoiled, and uh, as a gamer, I was really wanting the Xbox One, because it wasn't, the thing was, it was only a year after the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 became released, so I wouldn't be so far behind, and this is when Advanced Warfare came out, you know, I remember on that Christmas morning, I woke up, saw some presents, you know, opened them, it was good and stuff, then there was a small bag with a paper inside of it. And I took the paper out, and it, it was a note. It said, hey, Jalen, uh, I got you the Xbox One with help of, like, a couple of other people. And, uh, you know, I, it's, it said it's going to deliver in, like, a few days. It's going to take some time, but, you know, I still got it for you. I love you. Thank you. And, like, I was so excited. Because, you know, it took a lot for my mom. It's, it took a lot for my mom. I, I understand the stuff that she went through. And, you know, I really feel bad for her. Because, you know, she had to go through that type of thing. And still be able to do that. But to know that she kind of did that for me. That she, that's the amount of, like, gratitude that I have for her. Because she was able to make that sacrifice for that small little thing that I really didn't even need. But she did it. And then I have the Xbox One. I still have it. It's a great console. I still use it more than my PlayStation 4. I bought the PlayStation 4 with my own money when I got my job at uh, Marshall's back in Nashville. Uh, But when I... I used the Xbox One a whole lot now. Well, back when, back when there was a lot of games I was interested in. Now it's kind of to the point where I mainly watch YouTube videos, which is another thing I like to do. I like to watch a lot of YouTube videos, watch a lot of personality people. Um, there's a good YouTuber by the name of Luna. No, he probably think of him as probably a bad person or a mix of good and bad. If you have ever heard of him. But Luna, he's a person that usually has like CSGO uh, gameplay on, behind it. But he always, in each video, he usually always tells a story. You know, a story about his past and his past events, you know, type of things that kind of changed him, kind of things that changed in his life, you know, talking about crazy stuff. And, you know, it kind of, kind of stuck to me because now it's to the point where, you know, I kind of want to live, you know, old adventures. I kind of want to tell stories to people I kind of want to relate to people just talk to them all those type of things like it's really it was really satisfying because you know sometimes you would think that you want crazy stories like that but you should be happy with the life that you have now if you're living okay but with crazy adventures like that it's just you have so much more to tell it seems like your your life had more of like yeah more experience something that 
you can relate to more with a crowd, a bigger audience like him. He has over a million subscribers and he has about what a couple hundred thousand of views each time. So he has a good amount of viewership. People just like listening to his stories. The same thing with a person named Face Jeff. He's also another gamer that I've grown on to. Because he tells a lot of stories about his past. Who used to tell a lot of stories about his past. Or things that go on in his life. Or stuff like that. You know. It's kind of shook me. This is why I like to talk to people. Other than me, you know, communicating with people in real life or online. There was also, you know, the YouTubers who also related, who made the relations of their life with yours. Or it was interesting to have heard such a, like, story that just makes you go, oh my god. Like, I would have never, I would have never been in that situation. I would have never thought I'd been in the situation. I would have never... You know, all these type of things, all these thoughts, you know, it makes you, it makes you feel, it makes you feel some type of emotion. And when it comes to, you know, talking to people, you know, not, maybe not specifically to a person, but maybe rather, you know, spread you know, your thoughts to a whole group audience. Like that's, that's something, like, remarkable. Like people don't really take the time to think about that. It may sound weird, but I've always a lot been intrigued of listening to people's stories, listening to, you know, how people got to where they are now. How people are, you know, how people got accustomed to the things that they've grown up with, you know, and the, in result, you see the way they act, the way they move, the way they talk, the, the way that they want to do things, you know, the things that make them interested. You, you try, you figure out all these things, and it's like... It's so great to know. You know, it's remarkable because learning about new people, it's interesting. Like, I met this uh, one girl back in, I think it was like in the middle of ninth grade. I met this girl, she came to the school. She was, uh, she, uh, she was Latina. Forget, I forget where, which part like, of that she was from. I think it was Puerto Rico. She was new to the class, and you know nobody really like talked to her other than like somebody like out of that class. You have that one person that you, uh, or that one person that like yells out, you know, tries to give them attention, but at the same time. You know they're getting attention for themselves. You know, you have that type of person that you know says that type of thing, but nobody really talked to her. So I, you know, took it upon myself because 
at the time I was very shy. I'm still shy to this day, but you know, high school has changed me to the point where I can talk to more people openly without, you know, having them need to come to me. But I went up to her. I was just like, uh, what's your name? I think her name was uh, Diana. I'm not really in contact with her anymore because, you know, we'd never really uh, communicated like that, you know, after these incidents. But at that time, you know, we talked a good amount. I asked her, you know, where she's from, the type of things she likes to do, um, why she moved down to uh, Nashville, you know, all these type of questions, you know, we had answers, and then, you know, I finally decided to add her on Kick, you know, if you don't know what Kick is, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people already do, but it was mainly towards a younger a younger audience, even though it was, even though it was like very, very, very bad, like, like Omegle without the videotape bad. So uh, I had her on kick, and I decided to talk to her, talk to her more, find out some more things, and you know she told me about her life story, and it was it was crazy. Not to think because her life story was very hard to to understand it was hard on her she's had so many like sad things to happen to her nobody should really ever have those sad things we'll always have sad things be in our lives even if you're like the happiest person like like spongebob or something like that you, you can be the happiest person ever but you will always have that one like moment that's just like very heartfelt that will make you feel a type of pain her life was painful I would have never thought to have lived in a pain as painfully up as a life as she did kind of thinking about it back then is hard because you know nobody can really understand you know what the, a person has gone through you know, nobody can really you know see themselves in that person's shoes they can only imagine you know how bad or how good of a person's life can be how good or bad a life that the person may have but they can never like fully understand it because they're not that person it's like if somebody went through a similar situation as another you can't really you you know how that person feels you know how it feels but you you don't feel it to the extent you don't know it to the extent of how they feel it they probably feel more of a terror or maybe they feel happier of the situations depending on the situations that go on so when I heard her story when I heard her life story you know all I could really do was like sit in awe you know, and go through my life story and with her you know just to make her feel more relaxed and welcome and at the time we did like talk a lot 
but we don't talk a lot as of now. And I, you know, I kind of hate losing connection with people like that because, <coughs> excuse me, when you when you meet someone like that, you feel like you have someone to relate to. Yeah, you feel like you you, you gain trust, and you, you don't want to lose that trust. And it's not necessarily that you're losing trust when a person or yourself leaves but it's more of the it's more of the feeling of you lost someone that was close to you and when you lose that person that you were close to you you feel stuck you feel stuck in this feeling of you know regret because you've told all your life story you told everything about yourself to them you kind of let them into your world if you can say that and then when they leave it just feels like you have one less of a person that you know that you care about or that cares about you in the world that's how it is for some people I feel bad for those type of people because nobody should really feel like they have to be alone in the world the world should you know be unified together to have that togetherness that togetherness will bring upon like great things people don't really realize that but that's just how it is now I feel like there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of peace but there's also a lot of hate there's there's always two sides and you know one sometimes is greater than the other side some is sometimes it's the other side that's greater than the side that it was originally greater but yeah a lot of the topics in today you know it's kind of been thrown around like I've kind of given my my personal life not all of it but I've given a brief thing about my life and then it kind of went into this you know topic I didn't really think it was going to be this long but I'm kind of glad that I got that out of the way oh by the way if since we're on kind of on that topic if you feel like you have if you feel like you're going through something in your life and you ever need a person to communicate with, to talk to, you, know, you can contact me. Like, you can contact me on Snapchat. You can contact me in my messages. You know, you can contact me anywhere. I'm pretty sure I'll put like a link in the bio or something like that don't you don't need to feel like you're alone in certain situations if you ever need to like talk to anyone you know you can always talk to me or if you can't or if you feel like you can't talk to anyone try to get help try to find somebody who you know who will listen to your story will give you advice like advice how to move on with certain situations 
so I think I'm gonna wrap this up really quickly uh, anyone's really listening to this I hope you enjoyed you know listening to this podcast I know most of the things that I've really talked about it's kind of kind of bland kind of bland and I as you can tell I'm kind of really nervous this is this is my first podcast and I hope to see if I can you know do more in the future you know put something out like daily maybe maybe weekly <clears throat> depending on how school and working goes in the combination or see if this gains any traction and you know we'll see where this goes on from then but yeah like I said, I hope you have a nice day. If you ever need to contact me, like I said, you can contact me. I'm pretty sure I'll leave it. So, I hope you have a good time. hope you have a good day. Uh, keep your head up. Stay motivated. Yeah, and I'll see you in the next podcast.